You're, y'all already know what's going on. It's Shayla the girl, your girl. And if you are under the sound of my voice, you're tuning in for another episode of the Cheers podcast. I don't know about you good people. I myself personally am having life. I'm just, life is happening. So without any further needed delay, grab a glass, pop a squat, and get comfy. Because your week's finna get a little tipsier. Cheers, ho. Sex, but I know you want to. With your bank account, you flex. If you got me, I got you. How can we keep it alive? No need for no chick on the side. Come pick me up in your challenger. Take care of me, I'm a challenger. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is that you are listening to this. Welcome back to our program. Thank you for joining a bitch like myself. I'm so happy to be in your ears. So happy for you to be hearing your girl. Happy that you feel like what's going on here is important enough for you to take time out of your life to partake. And yeah, just all of that good shit. It has been a very, very, very interesting last couple weeks. I feel like I haven't been here since like what, mid-July or some shit, y'all. Life has been happening so vigorously and I just can't wait to catch y'all up on all of it. Uh, But you know, that's for later. I'm actually recording right now my little, you know, my pre and post commentary And I'm not alone. I'm joined by a member of my family that some of y'all may know and some of y'all don't know but need to know. Lolington. What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Girl. (laughs) Did you just hit your head on the wall? It's big. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, this is my little cousin Lola. Okay, and she was in town for my sister's bridal shower. Hey. You know, and the whole gang and the whole family was together last weekend, and that bridal shower took up a significant, like you know, on Mortal Kombat. How, you know, like, you be fighting and you got, like, the energy bar and shit. Right. Bruh, took the whole <laughs> shit, fam. Like, you know, sometimes, like, you be having two. In some games, you be having two. Like, it take, like, one whole job, then they give you another one. Like, all right, bitch, this is your last energy. Like, I feel like I'm on my last energy <laughs> right now. But, um, yeah, Lola Girl, period. Tell the people about yourself. She was just sitting here. I was just like, girl, talk to the people. Come talk to the people. Lola, what's, what's, what's good, Lola? How- I mean, I'm just chilling, y'all. Just chilling. Lola, where you stay at? Where where can they find you? You can find me in New Jersey. Period. AKA Period. the best state. Is New Jersey the best state? According to me. Okay. Oh, you heard it here first, <laughs> everyone. Come New Jersey, Jersey is the best state. She did. She said, wow, did I say that? She did. <laughs> she did say that. She did say that. Jersey can be on and popping, you know. Word. I kept telling her I want to move to New York, which we will talk about later. And she was just like, ah, 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 ah. cute. But yeah, no, we had a very eventful weekend. Um, when did you get here? You got here on 
So I got here Saturday evening. Word. Word. And we were supposed to go out on Saturday. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen because the niggas was tired. And we were doing work. We were doing work, bro. Like, listen, I don't know if y'all be outside planning bridal showers, bro. Y'all gotta stop getting married, son. Right. Yeah. It's too much work. I'm over it. (laughs) I'm over it. Like, I love my sister dearly. Like, with both my my titties crossed, you feel me? Like, cross them. (laughs) But that was a lot. We woke up. What time did we wake up yesterday? The bridal shower was yesterday, Sunday. So what time did we wake up? We woke up at 7 o'clock because we were supposed to leave at 9 o'clock. But we just kind of ended up doing all this extra work. And then leave to 11 o'clock. It wasn't necessarily extra work. It was the work that was supposed to go on between 7 and 9. It just ended up going from 7 to like 11.30 because we were struggling. Y'all, when I tell you, didn't nobody have shit. They didn't have no plates, no cups. God no damn. God damn. We ordering shit. And they be like, yep, your order gonna be ready in so, so, so time. And the bitches is calling us back like, hey, so about that, we lied. There are no forks. There are no this, this, and that. It's like, damn, is y'all niggas serious right now? But we was on our feet all fucking day. Like, Lola is my witness. Like, I be telling y'all I be going through it. And I feel like some of y'all niggas be thinking I'm dramatic. Like, Lola, talk to him, bruh. She did not eat all day. She was really nervous. She really wanted everything to be perfect. She was like, I just don't want it to be ratchet. And it was perfect, y'all. It was really good. It was really nice. Really beautiful. AKA sophisticated. You know what I'm saying? Bougie. Purr. It was great. It was amazing. It was but a it was time. a lot of work. And I just want to say that I ironed tablecloths for two hours. Yo, listen. On her <laughs> feet. Hands cramping. But she kept it pushing, kept it moving. Made it happen. Exactly. And that is why we love you. That is why you're a fucking soldier. I mean, that's not why we love you, but you know what I'm saying? It's part of the reason, you know? The family. The family. For life. You know? Um, And yeah, we thought, we was like, yeah, no, we gonna have fun here and we gonna have a good ass time here and after all of this is over we are going the fuck up u street um h street m street l street a b c d e f sesame street nigga we are outside we are outside bruh by the time we got in the house finished taking everything out the car like all the decor and shit like my body, my body still hurts right now. Same, just I pain. Could not go back to Jersey this morning. Yeah, she had to hit the uh, the work from home <laughs> from Maryland. <laughs> y'all and she, y'all, she an administrator at a school at a charter school network. Y'all, the way she been called, I was about to say the education runs in the family. You feel me from top to bottom. The way she been calling these people's parents. In the stories that I've been hearing all morning. Cheers to you. Kudos to you. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch is too lazy to get up and grab her glass. And so she toasted with her knuckle. We love to see it. Wow. 
Wow, 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 wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. <sighs> and yeah, that was the past weekend. So instead of me just telling you all, right, y'all, I was going through life and shit was happening and I was busy and it was, ooh, ooh, you all have a firsthand testament, somebody that witnessed life and can tell you. So y'all know I'm not in this bitch capping, girl. But um, yeah, all in all, it was fun. It was a very good weekend. We shared many laughs. Uh, we listened to all the songs we used to listen to when we was an hey. undergrad. Okay. <laughs> being ratchet, running the streets, being vagabonds. <laughs> we was recounting all the old stories. You know what I'm saying? Just running around, losing dad's debit card in the streets, <laughs> running around <laughs> to go find this shit. Um, so life is busy and life has been dumb hectic, but I'm really happy that we had this past weekend because I miss you and I'm happy that we got to do this. So, um, yeah, period. Bye. (laughs) Damn, not bye. (laughs) I just wanted to say bye to the people. I haven't dismissed you yet. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. Y'all, she been having champagne. She eager. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm good. Gucci. So she says. Well, all right, Lola, thank you for coming through and greeting the people, gracing us with your presence and your beautiful voice and things of that nature. Where can the people follow you? Dang. I mean, you can follow me on the gram. There it is. My. Instagram name is Lolly Obadina. So L O L L Y O B A D I N A. My account is private, but I'll accept your request. If you cute. Eights and up. And fine. There it is. Eights and up. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Okay. All right, Lola. Thanks, girl. I'm going back to work. I was like, I'll see you downstairs, sis. <laughs> so there you have it. That is why my life has been a, a piece of why my life has been so hectic. Um, but here I am. I push, I press, I move, I prevail. Let us push, prevail, and move forward with our program for today. I have a TikTok of the week. This TikTok, I actually, it's not a TikTok. I actually got this video from Twitter. I saw it, T the dollar sent it to me, and it was just very reminiscent of energy that I carried at one point in time in my life that many of us have carried at one point in time in our life and I just applaud this 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 woman, this beacon of light and truth for her truth and her authenticity and sharing her whole self with us on the internet. So I also thank her friends, you know, thank her friends as well for uplifting her and being the support system that she needed. Let's roll the tape. Let's roll the tape and you all can just take it in.
My anxiety is you no, got it. Not. No, you got it. Come on, come on, get out. Yeah, I gotta go home. Nico, get, get your shit out. together. Finna roll through the window. Get the fuck out. Get your fucking shit together. Put on your whole face. Get in there. Take whatever else he give you. Do you want me or not, stupid bitch? Right. Yeah, get your fucking shit together. Yeah. 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 Can y'all pee and hold you down? Yeah, big dog. You got this. Yeah. Do you want me to be your bitch or not? Yeah, period. period. Whatever you say, it's a good And answer. if he say no, fuck him. <laughs> now that is what we call in the black community call and response. The way that they set her up to proclaim the proclamation that needed to be proclaimed in the end, which is if he say no, what do we say? Fuck him. That the whole chef's kit. Beautiful. Beautiful. She even at the beginning, she said, y'all, I can't. My anxiety. And the way they said, no, bitch, pick yourself up up remember who you are it don't matter what that nigga say it matter about what you have to say and what do you have to say do you want me to be your bitch or not you stupid bitch do you want to be together or not and that's really the energy you have to carry in life sometimes like what 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 did it what is it what is it what is the truth how are we moving right and sometimes you gotta get a little rough with niggas you know what i'm saying what what do you want stupid bitch what what and so thank you to this group of upstanding and righteous black women for delivering a message that the rest of us need to hear that's a niggalation honestly truly it is a niggalation we're actually going to deem that a niggalation let's give it niggalations 258 all right niggalations 258 if he say no fuck him that wasn't even planned that wasn't even planned but my spirit was just so vigorously moved the lord directed me that's what we call downloading when it comes straight from the lord to yourself you can't even you can't deny it you just have to accept niggalations 258 if he say no comma fuck him period and that's where we leave that thank you nico and her friend group for that fine word uh, we actually received an update later on Twitter that she did no such speaking. She did not, in fact, approach the stupid bitch and ask him um, what it was and what it was not. She just went and received dick and then went to sleep. Um, and it be like that sometimes. It really does. It be like that sometimes. And that is also the truth. So again, Sister Nico, we applaud you for your honesty and dedication to pressing forward the black female agenda. Yes. On to the negation of the week, which I feel like goes in tandem with the video we or the clip that we just heard and the last niggalation that we just received in an impromptu fashion which is niggalations 2418 if it's forced it's you if it flows it's god right sometimes in life 
we concoct our plan and we become so dedicated to our plan and we press and we press and we press and it don't work out. And then we'd be confused. We'd be like, oh my God, I'm not prospering. It's not going how it's supposed to go. It's because you're forcing it. It's not destiny. It's not kiss met. It's not, it's not God's plan. It's not what Drake said. You know what I'm saying? That's you trying to make things happen. Let go and let God, right? So for example, if he say no, fuck him. A lot of times in life, sometimes they say no. And you try to be like, they ain't say no. They said not yet or no, I don't know. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like you try to like, you try to move it around. You try to force it. Nah, baby. Let it flow, because then you know it's God, period. Yeah, all that good stuff. I actually received Nigelations 2418 from our esteemed and excellent guest that was at the virtual studor with us for this episode. A phenomenal woman, woman phenomenally. Kanessa, who has joined us for a previous episode of which we will speak on later. And Kanessa is just a great and beautiful woman, first of all, just physically gorgeous, but also just on the inside, very brilliant, a professional woman that can still shake ass. You know, we love that here. And she just came through to talk to us about her hot girl summer in dating experiences. Can't wait for you all to partake in this. Had so much fun with this conversation. It was a conversation I was waiting a long periodically time to have. So go refill your drink. And when we get back from the musical breaky break, we go and get into some things. All right now. All right, all right, all right. Today in the virtual stew, we are greeted by the clever, okay? The Kurt, okay? The cut you off real quick, don't get it fucked up. (laughs) The kind, the kind, because she is kind. But that what I had just said, I meant that shit right there. It's all true. (laughs) <laughs> Knessa girl hey girl hey welcome Pippin. I'm so happy that you're here thank you for joining a nigga like myself on today thank you for having me I feel so honored oh I am honored that you have returned to us everyone if you have forgotten or if you are somehow living under Patrick Star's rock and you missed the Language of Love episode, our Valentine's Day, our sexy special that we had in February, Knessa was one of the sweet and um, sultry voices that we heard from Voices. That was me. That was you, girl. (laughs) You don't know that was you. 
that was you. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for then. Thank you for now coming back to us to give us these good words on today. I'm so excited. I'm happy to be back and you guys get a face this time. <laughs> yes, yes. Y'all get to see her, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful popping. Oh, thank you. Curls, curling, you know what I'm saying? Lip pop. Okay, let's go. <laughs> We'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. How have you been? How has your summer been? Uh, everything, hot girl activities, <laughs> afoot. Tell me all about it. So this summer has been great. This is honestly, I can say the best year of my life. You know, I yeah. stepped into, <laughs> I stepped into some new things. You know, I'm running a business right now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Finesse man. Essential Body. <laughs> Finesse Essential Body. Um, you know, I'm dating, which I've never really done the right way before. Just enjoying being a single person for the first time, because before this year, being single was bad to me. So oh, um, oh. I'm doing great this year. <laughs> That's amazing. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. You was a chronic monogamous. I you, was. You were? I was. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I feel for you. I don't understand that plight, but I do, in <laughs> fact, feel for you. And I am happy, okay, not happy that that happened, but I'm grateful that you went through everything you went through because mm-hmm. now you're going through what you're going through and you mm-hmm. have the words for the girls. Exactly. Your struggle and, was not in vain. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's good to kind of experience both sides and to actually see, okay, you don't just have to date one person at a time. You can go on multiple dates with multiple people. So I like yes. this new life that I'm living right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And we're going to get all into the whole new life that you are living. But first of all, let us talk about what we are sipping on on today, y'all. That's what sent me to the store, y'all, <laughs> to retrieve this new wine. I was coming up with a cocktail idea and she was just kind of like, so about, I, how about I don't drink during the week? So <laughs> why? And I was just like, you know what? What do you want to drink, sister? Let's drink what you want to drink. And so, uh, Kadessa, tell us about this fine uh, wine that you've put us onto Girl, here today. This is not a fine wine at all. I think it's just she called said, it's not fine. I, Hold on. <laughs> let's, I haven't tasted it. Does it taste fine? Cause just because it's cheap, that don't mean that it's not fine, okay? It's fine, then it's fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's fine, but you know what I'm saying? If it tastes good, if it tastes... Let's let's give it a... Yeah, okay. I like this. This is nice. This is nice. You know, it's a little sweet, sparkling wine. I'm I'm usually into something a little stronger. Um, I usually drink the St. Michelle, I think it's called, Cabernet. But this is what I had in my fridge, so I'm like, let's just do it. <laughs> okay, listen. Rolling with the flow. I am enjoying myself personally. I like a good sweet red. I've been drinking a lot of dry things mm-hmm. um, as of late, trying to be like, mm, I'm an adult. I uh, pinkies up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, it's always good to, you know, just throw it back to get some simple screw top sweet shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, please. Screw top sweet shit. We love mm-hmm. to. We love it. We love it. Cheers. Thank you Cheers. for putting me on. 
Yeah, if you need something a little cheap and sweet, you know, you know where what to I'm go. Saying? Fast, <laughs> fast, twelve dollars. Eleven ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? On some tax, just twelve dollars. quick. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Excellent. So, before we get into everything, it is that you're going to educate us on today in terms of your journey and um, schooling the girls. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we should know because this she be saying the things that y'all don't want to hear. <laughs> Say. Oh, but mm, talk to me. What is your ministry? What is my ministry? In terms yes. of schooling the girls? Girl, no, in terms of life, in terms of everything. In terms of everything, what do you stand on? What do you find central and important to you? Okay. Well, first and foremost, it's God. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to strengthen my relationship with God. Um, it used to be that I was real strong, going to church every Sunday, going to Bible study. And then when I would okay. get into a relationship, Girl. I fell off. <laughs> So now I'm doing the work to stay on no matter what. <laughs> yes. Oh, so my goodness. I'm also really big on equality for black people, for women, for the LGBTQ plus community. I'm big on equality. Um, I think those are my main things. And family. I love my family. <laughs> I love that. I love. Y'all, Kanessa just... I've been loving Knessa for a long time, y'all. Because oh. Knessa, yeah, no, bitch, we go back. Don't forget. Yeah, no, like Knessa's always just been like chill, real, forthright, forthcoming. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just, I'm just really excited that you're here. Oh. So that's lit, and I'm just so happy to have you. Back to this dating shit, though, because <laughs> you just struck a nerve when you was just like, you know, get in a relationship and get all about the Lord. Just, oh, right. Girl, talk about your dating journey. And honestly, if we could just jump right into equality in dating, if you could sprinkle that in there somewhere to just take take us all around. Talk to us about your experience. <laughs> dating journey. So as I mentioned earlier, I was, what did you call it? Uh, something, mon- <laughs> what did you call the it? Serial, serial and or chronic monogamous. Chronic monogamous. So I used to be that. Last year, I was in a situationship. I think the maybe the first or second one ever. Um, and I just realized this type of blank is not going to work for me. <laughs> the situation, you're making a face, but it just didn't work for me because I wanted more than that. And I think dating and situationships are two different things. Correct. Yeah. And so after the yeah, a situationship is kind of like, this is going nowhere. We're just probably friends with benefits and that doesn't work for me. <laughs> So this year I decided, okay, I'm dating with intention. I do want to get married one day. It doesn't need to be this year. It doesn't need to be next year, but it's going to come one day. So I had to be more intentional. And so that's why um, I decided, okay, let me actually date around. And if it doesn't work, I can't force it. I think that's what I used to try to do. Like ignore red flags. Oh, I can Ooh. make this work. Ooh. But this year, I'm like, you know what? If it's if it's not working, I got to cut you off and I got to move on to the next. 
listen, just what was it was I can't remember what Nigelation's number was. How dare I? But it was like, you know, sometimes red flags can seem like six flags, but fuck that shit. <laughs> exactly. But fuck that shit. My goodness. So tell me about the moment in which you snap like when what was the what was what was the situation i mean i know you talked about how like the situation the ship was um you know i can't have those i can do this but like what was the moment in which you snapped and realized i am not winning in dating because i feel like bitches we be losing in dating niggas don't, we don't want to talk about like, we be down bad down bad <laughs> I'm bad and it like, bro, like when we get off this job, like I could tell you about some shit that I done seen on, on this day today, mm-hmm. <laughs> this day today, bro, where, you know what I'm saying? So like, when did you realize, when did it hit you? Like, shit, like. This is cliche, but it was definitely the new year. <laughs> on January 3rd, I just, out of nowhere, unprovoked, blocked the guy that I was in the situation ship with. Um, because like I said earlier, it just wasn't working. And I'm like, yeah. I like this person and I feel strong emotions for this person and they're not returning that. And I'm losing, I'm down bad. So Oof. I'm a bad bitch. Okay. I have a lot going Be on. <laughs> if you don't want it, somebody Listen, else pause. will. Let's stop. This is a bad bitch right here that we're <laughs> dealing with everyone. Let's just stop right there. We didn't already got into everything. She, this bitch is a scholar. A businesswoman, a working woman, okay. She be on the pole, everyone. Don't <laughs> don't don't do my girl. She be on the fucking pole. You feel me? Swinging oh, upside Lord. down and doing with the, with I'm the not heels. A stripper. You know what I'm saying? She's no, but but she, hello, but the upper body strength it takes to get up yeah. on the thing. This is a bad bitch, everyone. <laughs> this is a bad bitch. I just had to stop and say, please proceed. Thank you. So yeah, I came to the realization that I was a bad bitch. And if he didn't want the bad bitchness, somebody else would. And so mm-hmm. I just blocked him and said, you know what? I'm a date. And I was reluctant to get back on the dating apps. But honestly, I don't really go out that much. So <laughs> I was listening to another podcast called Listen to Your Single Friend or Listen to Your Single Girlfriend. Mm. And she really convinced me to just get back on the apps, get back out there and date. Like, don't take it so seriously. Just have fun. And so that mentality has really helped me um, in my new dating journey. Wow. You know, I had a whole episode with my two good, good homegirls where we sat down and talked about our experiences on the app. Girl, the apps is hell, girl. It's hell. The apps is hell. (laughs) The apps is hell. Please, please talk to me about your experience. God damn, Nico. My dog, girl, fucking. <laughs> please talk to me about your experience on the apps. What apps have you used? And, mm-hmm. you know, some positive negatives. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, in the past, before Tinder turned into a hookup app, I did use Tinder in the past. Tinder, when is Tinder not a hookup app? When we were in college, it was like people... It turned into a hookup app, but Ma'am, it didn't start that way. <laughs> when did you get on Tinder? Because when did you get on Tinder? What year? In college, I think it was. I had left Towson already. I was at Maryland. Oh, so see, I and say, that's how you know some bullshit. Well, yeah, no, that's how you know some bullshit because I got on Tinder freshman year, and you were oh, still it was there. Already a hookup we were app. There it was already a hookup. You may not have known it was a hookup app, Maybe I but know. it was. 
Dang. Okay. That's fine. What? <laughs> it That's was fine. only Tinder and Hinge. And then I was on POF for like a week. And then I saw that this is just a hookup app too. So I got off of that. Nah, I, I ain't really on POF. I was on Bumble. And I'm like, there are no brothers and sisters on here. Um, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> it was none of us on there. So I got off. On the right hand side. <laughs> so then I got on Hinge and I actually found a long-term boyfriend on there or what was long-term for me. Um, How long was long-term for you at the time? <laughs> about a year. Okay. All right. Long-term Same for sis. me. <laughs> Same sis. Same sis. Yeah. Um, and so, I, of course, I got off the apps when I found him. After that, I didn't get back on the apps for maybe like a year. And then this wow. time, I just got back on Hinge. So that's the only one I've been on this year. I like Hinge better than all the other apps. Yeah. The people on Hinge have jobs. <laughs> Girls, sometimes they'd be like, weed contractor. You go back and listen. To Look, <laughs> it'd be a mess on there. Pero it do be, it'd it be, I just like that it lets you filter niggas out by race. Yes. I have not seen. Oh, I have not seen any non-black men on my hands since the time I created it. I'm guilty. That I can say. I <laughs> I'm guilty. I only um, allow black and then Hispanic or Latino. I don't really see anybody else. Right. Even the... I done filtered them out. I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> even, I ain't even let them through. The, maybe, maybe I should expand my horizons. I've never dated non-black men. I dated a white uh, guy before. It was this one, it was one, one, uh, one uh, Puerto Rican nigga in, in <laughs> my freshman year of high school. And we ain't date. I just had a, I had a crush on him and mm-hmm. he, he kissed me on my mouth. That's it. But it <laughs> but wasn't, actually, you know what I'm saying? But that's the only interaction I ever had with non-black niggas. You, you had dated yeah. whites. I dated a white man before and like, I won't do it again. Um, I don't have anything <laughs> against white people, but I just can't date a white man ever again because there was a severe lack of understanding there. There was also a superiority complex. Um, Uh -uh, I felt like uh -uh. he felt like he was doing me a favor by dating me. Um, I felt like, yeah, I felt like he believed he was in some type of like higher position than me. And it it really just didn't work out. See, and that's why I can't date no white man because you can't come over here and colonize me. Exactly. <laughs> it already happened once. <laughs> not ever again. We're not going back. <laughs> Never again. Never again. So, um, wow. Okay. Absolutely. The apps. Is that where you find your dates mostly? The apps these days? That's where I found all of my dates except one. One mm. date came because I don't know if you saw when I went to Charlotte in June, you know, I was wilding out having I a great did. time. <laughs> yes. No, y'all, Knessa was wearing less and going out more as soon as she got the little choo choo so they shot her up. She was on the move. Out, exactly. Outside. Outside. That's actually literally what happened. This wine is good. I just want you to know that I'm fucking up this wine right now. Okay. It's Don't drink. Me. You know, it might catch up with you. You think so? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to relax. I'm going to relax. This is my last part. This is my last part. I'm not going to do no more. I really, You all, I'm enjoying the wine that Knessa has suggested to me. <laughs> I will not forget it. But yeah, they all came from Hinge except that one guy, which was somebody that I had known for a few years. 
Um, and he was a friend of a friend. I was, I met him at a Bible study. And so he saw me on Instagram and (laughs) asked me out on a date. Oh, wow. 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 Speaking of the Lord, (laughs) (laughs) how have you been balancing this go round of casual dating with your spirituality? I'm not sleeping with anybody. Um, so oh. that works. <laughs> I, I feel less. I mean, because there's nothing wrong with dating people. I don't think the Bible doesn't even address dating. So oh, yeah, no. there's nothing wrong with dating multiple people, but I'm just not sleeping with anybody right now. Okay. That works for Keep, me. <laughs> keeping all the good chakras to yourself. That's yeah. Word. Word. Well, I'm going to come back to that and I'm going to ask further a little, a little later on that. Okay. <laughs> So you, you, something that you mentioned that has stuck with me is that you are dating intentionally mm-hmm. with intention. That implies there is a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. To some degree. Yeah. How has moving with a strategy elevated your experiences? How has it helped you to avoid pitfalls of dating what are the pitfalls of dating that you that are in your awareness okay so um my strategy is not to waste any time um like I said before I was wasting so much time trying to force things to work and one of my friends said to me if it's forced it's you if it flows it's God and so if it's not flowing you got to go left okay I don't have time for that Mm. um And then one of the pitfalls I would say is having the mindset that being single is a bad thing. And so I feel like your decision-making is skewed when you're in that mindset. (sighs) And so you're willing to put up with more and accept, and and you're taking less, I don't know how to explain it. Like you're getting less from these guys and you're putting up with more when you're in the mindset that being single is bad or you're afraid to be alone. And so my strategy was just to spend a lot of time by myself first, learn to love myself. And I mean, I already love myself, but like enjoy spending time alone. I think that's something that we probably all as women should do. Absolutely. And if y'all want to hear about spending time alone, y'all need to go back and listen to the Language and Love episode. <laughs> Vanessa did her poem about self-love but that's just a sidebar but thank you so much for saying that because the reason why girls are down so bad in dating is because we are conditioned like I hate using the word conditioned but that's the only thing the way there is to describe it because it's not like a learned learning like it's a conditioning to believe that something is wrong with you if you are not single or sorry, if you are not in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it makes you settle. It makes mm-hmm. you, you know, answer that nigga phone call so maybe you shouldn't. It makes you be like, oh, this nigga said he was going to take me to roof, Chris, but uh, I guess, you know, out back is okay today. Like, you know? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, I feel like that kind of goes back to your ministry and dating, like equality. Like, I love that you are very much so about agency and fucking choices. Yeah, for sure. Uh, agency 
and choices. Talk to me about more about your strategy and how you exercise your agency and your choices. Um, so it's been really hard for me to not give a guy my phone number when he asks, but if you can, <laughs> I think a good strategy would be don't give the guy your phone number immediately. Like at least talk to him for a week before you say, okay, here's my phone number. This is if you meet him on the app. Because I've blocked so many people and I just kind of felt like, okay, all these people didn't even need to have my number in the first place. Uh, like, I don't know if I even like you enough for you to have my phone number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And niggas be so quick to ask for it too. Like, yeah. bro, I promise you, I'm going to app right now, open a message, talking about some, hi, hello, would you like to begin the process of getting to know each other? Because I would. Here's my number. Call me. Eh? Why? <laughs> Right. You don't know me. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about me. You don't know exactly. nothing about me. All you saw was a picture of me drinking Hennessy on a boat. That's all you saw. And now you want to get the process of getting up. Is that not why we have messages here? Exactly. And I mean, the on Hinge, they also have it so you can video chat right on Hinge. That only worked for me once. Like it usually wouldn't work, but you can video chat on Hinge. Wow. I, you know, I've seen that feature and I just have no use it. I, I do not use it. <laughs> I do not use it. I'm nervous. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I do that. I guess this is another strategy. You must FaceTime me in some capacity before I meet you in person. Because we're not doing that catfish. We're not doing that. <laughs> you know, Knessa girl, I should probably do that. I haven't had any like wild ass experiences yet. Mm-hmm. But I do be nervous pulling up, like, so what are we going to do if this nigga look like a foot? <laughs> this is like, not the person. <laughs> what are we going to do if this nigga look like a whole ass ankle? <laughs> like, <what are> we... <laughs> I haven't had that yet, but I should probably ensure that I FaceTime with it. I'm just like, you know, back in the day, niggas ain't have FaceTime. They ain't even have phones like that. They just used to, you know what I'm saying, pull up and woo But we have technology now. We have technology <laughs> Oh. Uh okay, talk to me more. What else? More what strategy. Else? Yeah. Um, ooh, I wish I had some of these questions beforehand. I would have had a list. Um, <laughs> um, I think another strategy I can say is if they're annoying on the app, they're gonna be annoying in person. So don't even mm. meet them. <laughs> mm-hmm. If they're the thing that annoys me the most is when they're like okay, are you cooking dinner or something? I'll be like, yeah. And they'll say, make me some food. I hate that. Especially if you got green bubbles. Like, nigga, buy a new phone first before you want want food. Like, your priorities is fucked up. You over here wanting my food. You should be wanting help. You got green bubbles. Do you need me to cash app you? Which, you know, do not do that. Do not cash app you, nigga. (laughs) Do not do that. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, no, niggas, they're horrible. Okay, so what do you think has been the strategy or maybe not, so I guess we keep using the word strategy, but what intentions and boundaries have you set in your dating that have been the most beneficial for you? Um, I think a good one is don't reveal too much right away. So they don't need to know that you have your own house or something like that, right? Because all the guys that I've dated have asked, do you stay with your parents? 
just because I talk about my parents a lot, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I might hang out with my mom today. And so the next question is naturally, do you stay with your parents? Mm. And answer is no. That's all you got to say. You don't have to say, I live by myself or I have a house or you don't have to reveal too much right away. Expression is key. Yeah. They don't need to know all that. Um, (laughs) So I think that has definitely helped me. And some guys are going to complain. One guy told me that I was too closed off. I'm like, I've been talking to you for two days. I I don't know Uh, you. What are are you expecting to know about me? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Another strategy, I think, as I said earlier, don't waste your time. If, If it's not working, just go ahead and block them. There's no need to try to make anything work or force anything to work because there's several other niggas who (laughs) might, you know, fit the bill. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I would just like to come in and reiterate what she said. There are several other niggas. (laughs) There's more where that came from. I swear to you, I promise Mm -hmm. you there are. There are, there are, there are. There's no reason to put up with some annoying shit. I mean, unless unless you're in pursuit of a bag, but that is a whole <laughs> difference. Do you pursue bags, Kanessa? I'm not a city girl, but <laughs> you need to be paid. You don't have to be rich, but I want you, you need to be in a position where you live on your own, you're taking care of yourself, you're paying all your bills by yourself, and you actually have the finances to date a woman. Um, no more are the days where I'm going to tolerate a guy saying, I don't have enough money to take you on a date. Automatic block. Um, so that's what I'm looking for. I'm not a city girl, but I need you to, to be well off if that makes sense. Oh, correct. Correct. Have you split any dates or split? Absolutely not. (laughs) Has anybody asked? Has anybody attempted? Good. Oh, I, good. Great. And that's surprising because I'm not used to that. Um, this year, everybody I dated was 30 plus. So I think Girl, that, do you know that me too? Yeah. I think Girl, that has something that I have to do with up. it. Yeah. <laughs> I have ascended to the mountaintop and I have seen that you 20 something niggas are nothing. They're broke. You are nothing. But it's okay because I'm broke too. So you <laughs> stay down here and I'll meet you in our 30s. Yeah. I mean, and the 30 year old guys are just as much clowns as the younger guys, but at least they have money. (laughs) It makes things a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. Things that I would not put up with. (laughs) (laughs) Again, everyone, a bag. You know what I'm saying? There has to be some kind of, for me personally, there has to be some kind of benefit. Exactly. Right. Because like I'm in a position right now where I'm I'm dating, definitely dating, seeing what's out there. But it's like I can't be out here receiving less than 90 percent. A nigga's going to give me 90 percent. And so that is whatever that 90 percent is comprised of, whether that is. Because, again, I'm dating multiple niggas. Right. Mm-hmm. whether that is this one gives me attention this one takes me to dinner this one uh you know what i'm saying this one sends occasional cash apps this one you know what i'm saying <laughs> like this one is you know the phone phone and you know cultivating it's 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 hard to cultivate that a ring it's hard mm-hmm. to cultivate a ring because niggas don't be wanting to stay around however 
just because niggas don't be wanting to stay around long term, well, that bitch buckle up. Like, that don't mean that you settle over here for this one thing. Like, what one nigga won't do, somebody else, another nigga will. And see, the the whole ring or the roster thing that you were talking about, I've not accomplished that. I've gone on multiple dates, but it's like, okay, they're in the works, but this person ends up getting cut off by the time I get to the fourth Eggs. person. <laughs> But I think that that is exhausting. Like, that should yeah. be exhausting, bitches. And that's why we just be like, oh, fuck it, I guess. Because, like, no, he don't have this and this and that. What the them other two niggas is doing, but at least he's here. And it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it does not. I don't care. <laughs> he's here. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's incomplete. And I have to be complete. Yeah, and I'm literally exhausted right now. That's why I've like been taking a break for the past couple weeks. I'll get back out there eventually, but and that's going like three dates a week, bitch. That's like, true. no, I be like, I be waiting, waiting. Click on Kanessa's story, dating chronicles. Yep, tonight's outfit, y'all. Right. Y'all need to tune the fuck in. Dating tonight's outfit. His age is something something. We met up at this place. We went to go do this. Um, I was a little put off by the fact, like, Kadesh be getting into it. She's going to give us a dating chronicle before she get up out of here. She don't know that. Mm-hmm. She's going to give us one before she get up out of here. Don't oh, think Lord. that. Oh, yes. So start mentally preparing. Maybe I, I, I would have been nicer if we'd have told you beforehand, but you know now. So, uh, wow. Shit, let's just get into the dating chronicles right now. Let's right. just get it. Like what? Let, let's get into it right now. Give us a, a like, cause you be you be you be rating them. You be rating them on a mm-hmm. scale of one to ten, right? Mm-hmm. Ten being the best, one being the least. Mm-hmm. What's the highest you rated somebody? What's the lowest you rated somebody? I gave somebody a nine out of ten. Um. Yeah, I, that was a really great first date. Best first date I've ever had. You want me to go into it? Or? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was a guy that I met on Hinge, of course. Um, he had a nice build. You know, I kind of like the more muscular type. But, of course, you don't yeah. have to look like that. But he did. Um, dark yeah. skin, white teeth, you know, little mm. facial hair. He looked good, right? So we met at Pause, this. do you think that that affected, how, how much, to what degree do you think that affected his overall rating? I think it had a big effect because I was more attracted to him, which led me to do some stuff that I will tell you by the end. Let's go. <laughs> well, let me, let me cross my little leg. <laughs> right. So um, we met at a hookah lounge in Virginia. I don't do hookah, but you well, know that's, that was his thing. Caspi. Was it about? It was Caspi's. Yeah, mm-hmm. you already knew. <laughs> Listen, the hoes be the hoes be on it. I'm yeah. I'm starting to learn where the hoes be taking the dolls. I'm trying oh. to be on my shit. <laughs> the music was popping. Great music in there. The food was good. So it started off great. Um, I was drinking, so I got you know almost drunk. I was pretty tipsy. And so since I was having such a great time, I'm like, I'm not ready for the night to end. You know, can we go somewhere else? And so we ended up going to this speakeasy on New Street called Capo's, I think it was called. Capo's Deli. Um, mm. And you walk in, looks like a deli. And then there's a back door and there's like this whole club back there. So it was really nice. Nice club. Great music again. Um, 
I don't know. I started drinking some more, started dancing, taking pictures. Yeah. You know, when I go on dates, I find the pretty girls and take pictures with pretty girls too. So I was on that mission at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was it was just good vibes. Femi- fe- that's feminism, everyone. That is yeah. feminism. <laughs> so just good vibes all around. I ended up kissing him and I've never kissed anybody on the first date before. We ended up making out um Ooh. <laughs> yeah Ow. wait like kiss at all girl at not all on the first date no i usually don't at all like no. not even a pack not a... no because it's like i don't know you but i ain't care that night <laughs> so I love, that um, for you. I love that for me too but that guy ended up not working out but anyway okay. <laughs> we ubered back to the bar where we had left our cars and did some more making out before we left. And so he got a nine out of 10 because I was like really attracted to him. And it was just an easy, good time. There was nothing wrong with him. We had good conversation. So that was definitely the best date I've been on. Yes. You know, bitch, I had a date similar to that. I didn't do all. I wish I was as bold as you as I have been. (laughs) But I actually... mm, it's weird. I'd be I'd be cautious to say that I like niggas because I feel like banging and shit downstairs. I'd be cautious <laughs> to say that I like niggas because as soon as you say you like a nigga, some weird shit get to happen. So I'd be trying to curtail that and watch my fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. However, I was talking about this on like the comments. I was like, I went on a date, or I so by this time it has been a couple like weeks now. I like there's a nigga that I like like this is the easiest dating experience I think I have had in my black ass life. <laughs> like the nigga is just cool. I'm a black man. Fine. Has a job. Yes. <laughs> Have multiple streams of income, right? Mm-hmm. Is smart. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. talking about shit but he also listens and is actually interested in what the fuck you're saying back. This nigga has gone to therapy. He like, he thinks about things, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is like this. He's like, you know, he's like, he's a unicorn ass nigga. And I'm just like, wow, this is like, I too had one of these days. And I was just like, where the fuck do bro? Like, I, I feel like I can now attest for these hoes. That like, it really is like a dime a dozen, everyone. Like, it really like, is. Like, like, it's it not really, a lie. Like, like, I'm not lying to you. Like, niggas would be like, oh, it's just the niggas that you fuck with. Like, you see, I'm out here trying to fuck with the hoes. Yeah. I'm trying to do they it They all the say that. <laughs> I'm trying to tell the truth. Dolls. Like, you see, what nigga? And, like, he's cool. We've gone on a couple days. Like, he's, you know what I'm saying? Just dope. Just dope. And I really didn't start having experiences like this until I, too, leveled up and had some kind of strategy, some standards, some ways I'm going to communicate, things I'm going to do, um, commitments I'm going to make to myself. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Now, tell me about a zero. <laughs> um, I didn't have a zero. I think the lowest I rated somebody was a four. And it was actually the same guy who got the nine. This was our second day he got a four. Damn. <laughs> yeah. What a turnaround. So let me go through that one. So uh, we met at um, a Bethesda Bowling Alley. It's like inside of the mall. I think it was called Lucky Stripe. Mm. So we get there. You know, I'm excited to see him again. Um, we start bowling. 
talking, having a good time. He won the first game. I won the second game. And I don't want to believe this is why he started acting funny. But I really do think he started acting funny because I won the second game. I think he was hurt. Shut up your mouth. You're lying to me. I think he was hurt because I feel like his demeanor changed when I won the second game. So it's like, well, did this nigga expect me to lose or not try? Because I I don't know what his problem is, but I feel like that's when his demeanor changed. Wow. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm still bowling through it, trying to have a good time or whatever. So we get done bowling and I'm like, okay, again, not ready for the day to end. So do you want to walk around the mall? You want to do something? So we take a few steps through the mall and he's like, okay, you know, I really don't want to do this. Um, I don't feel like shopping right now. So um, you want to head for, you know, the car? So I was like, sure. Headed for the cars, continue to talk while we walk to the car, get to the car, give him a hug and go on my way. Um, Two minutes later, he calls me and I was like, hello. He said, did you get my text? I said, no, I'm driving. But what did it say? And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to fall back because you're treating me like a homie and I'm not spending all this money for a friend. And he like is going off and I can't even get a word in. I'm like, can I please speak? Can I talk? Can I talk? Finally, he stops talking. (laughs) And I say, I don't know what you're talking about. If you felt that I treated you like a homeboy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I actually like you. So I don't know where any of this is coming from. He was like, you know, I I like you too. Um, Well, maybe I just didn't understand what energy you were giving or whatever. I was like, let me tell you something about these (laughs) niggas in this life. They be sensitive, boy. They be said they be having them feelings. He's a Scorpio. So I feel like it was a red flag from the jump. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God, girl. Oh, precious God. But anyway, and I was like... I told you I wanted to extend the day. Like, I still wanted to hang out with you. And he was like, well, maybe I just wanted to sit with you and talk in your car. And I'm like, well, if you don't say that, how am I supposed to know that? And so he was like, well, do you just, you want to try try again? You want to meet up? And so I said, yes. Which I normally would not have done. I would have just went home. But, I but said, that nigga's fine. Yeah, he was fine. But I liked him. Fine. We had such a good first date. So I was like, cool. Fine. So we ended up going to this jazz lounge. I can't even remember where we were. It was also in Virginia, but they do like live go-go. They've got a bar. So whatever. Um, Made up, dancing, talking, having a good time, drinking. Um, He buys me some roses and apologizes. I'm like, okay, you know, this is great. Oh, he's insane. He's insane. He's crazy. Um, so we get done there. We're ready to go. Cause I had something to do the next morning. I had a farmer's market to do. Um, so he says, do you want to sit in the car and talk? And so I said, sure. Um, we didn't do much talking. We started making out. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then he pulls his car to a different spot, I guess, because there were too many people around too many lights, whatever. And then he's like, do you want to get in the back seat? And I said, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't. So we continue to make out where we are. And then he like climbs over into my seat and is like, he starts kissing me on my stomach and I'm like, okay, I I see where this is going. And so his phone rings. I'm like, Ooh, saved by the bell. He stops, answers his phone. Yeah. My mouth is agape right now. (laughs) Like I'm just like, 
Like I'm catching big fucking bees right now. Like not even yeah. but like are y'all are you dead ass right now? I'm Please. dead ass. So I, I feel like it was God that made his small ring because I was trying to figure out how to tell him to stop, but you know, I didn't I don't know. <laughs> See, it's that it's that it's it's that defaulting to the lack of agency. Yeah. But anyway, the phone rang, he stopped and answered it. So I'm like pulling my shirt down or whatever. And then he's like, did I do something wrong? I was like, um, no, but I just, I don't want to have sex. We're not in a relationship or anything. And I'm in your car. I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. So he gets up, goes back to the driver's seat. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, I don't know. Will you ever be ready for sex? Something along those lines. And I was like, well, I don't want to have sex with somebody who's not my boyfriend. So he says, well, do you want to be my girlfriend? I'm like, we... Stop! Yeah. I'm like... Vanessa! Vanessa, <laughs> shut up to me right... Shut up. I'm not so serious. Right now. Oh! I'm like, this is only the second date. We don't really know each other very well. Um, is Are you sure this is going to work for you? He's like, you know what? No. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for me. I, men like sex. I'm like, women like sex too, but I just... I want to be in a relationship with you first. And he's like, yeah, it's not going to work for me. And so that was the last time I ever saw or heard from him. <laughs> that nigga going to hell. <laughs> that nigga's going to hell on a full-ride scholarship. Future paying for it. Future, exactly. future sponsoring his scholarship. His tuition to hell. Housing and books, girl. <laughs> Meal plan. All of it, girl. <laughs> Oh my good God! That that really happened to me. <laughs> but shit like that be happening to us. Like I had, like we all have a story like mm-hmm. that that didn't happen to us. We've all been put in precarious fucking situations, such right. as such as that. Like I was talking to my cousin a couple weeks ago. It was a uh, a couple of my cousins. We were sitting down. It's just kind of like. It really sucks when you're in that situation where it's like, damn, I really just wanted to come here and just, you know, kiss a little bit, get my booty rub. That's really all <laughs> I wanted. And you real live trying to like steal my virtue and shit right here. Right. And like, I'm really not, but there's this kind of like internalized guilt because it's like, damn, I put myself in this position. And see, it's all that conditioning. The niggas like no, bit if you know the answer is no, right? The and I don't, is no, feel, I don't feel like that. I don't even feel like I put myself in some crazy position. Like I went on two dates with you. We didn't go to each other's house or anything. Thank you. We're like, in the fucking posi- car. Right? What position did I put myself in? He's just out of control. And I after that, I'm like niggas don't do anything except try to sleep with people they don't know. That's all they do. <laughs> Right. Like, why? You don't know me. What if exactly. I have cooties? Right. And that's what I was thinking. Like, these y'all don't care. Like, there's a whole movement to rob guys who invite you over their house on the first date. Wait, didn't you say that to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. I can't, I can't remember. I, I posted something about, like, there's no reason why a general dating boundary for me that I've set is that I don't need to know what the inside of your house mm-hmm. look like until at least the fourth date third if I really fuck with you and that's mm-hmm. just a standard for me 
That doesn't have to be anybody else. And of course, also it will could be amended depending on who it's for. Like if I am just now deciding to go on a date with somebody that I've known and has been a friend all mm-hmm. like for a while, you know what I'm saying? But now we're doing yeah. something different. You know what I'm saying? Like I will allow them certain courtesies or not courtesies, accessibilities Access. mm-hmm. or certain access there it is that other niggas didn't have because I know you and I have rapport with you. I know you're not a psycho. You're not going to try to exactly. kidnap me. Mm-hmm. We're just dating, right? So for us, it's really about the activity and what is happening mm-hmm. and not necessarily like the testing of your overall character. Right. Right. Because I already know you. You cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, the niggas is here now on the telephone. Like, well, what's the oldest nigga you dated? That's oldest mm. um 33. 33 that was the yeah the first guy when i went and he he acted old like my cousins are 30 33 and they don't they act way more youthful than this guy right he's like um hey can i get a napkin boss like you ready to rock and roll i'm like so you a cornball and you acted old <laughs> oh god <laughs> this life is so stressful like Niggas, now you ready to rock and roll? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so what general advice do you have for the girls that are trying to be the girls that say they want to date? Mm-hmm. That say they want to date. What is the best thing you could tell them? Nobody is gonna like this, but do not sleep with that nigga if he's not your man. Unless you're just out here saying, you know, I just want to have fun, right? But if this is somebody that you are going to develop feelings for or you're trying to get to a point where you guys are boyfriend, girlfriend, I really suggest you don't sleep with him. Because when you do that, you're now, you've given him access to your virtue, as you called it earlier. Now <laughs> you have all these feelings for him. And he's still going to be out dating and sleeping with other people. And he's allowed to do that, right? Because you guys are not together. So my real advice, like I said, nobody going to like it. But my advice would be don't sleep with the guy that you're trying to date. <laughs> wow. Wow. So when you say trying to... D- okay. So you have made it expressly clear that you're not fucking none of these niggas. Right. Right. How do I phrase this? <laughs> <laughs> what you about to How say? Do I phrase this? But what about me, bitch? What about me and the things that I need? I know. See, and we, like I told the guy, women like sex too, but I just, this is where I went wrong with the situationship guy. And I feel like a lot of times if you start sleeping with this person, it turns into a situationship. And it never gets to the point you wanted to get to. Any boyfriend that I've had, I never slept with him until we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Anybody that I slept with before that, it only ended up being a situationship. So that's my experience. Um, and I feel like that's an experience for a lot of people. I feel like sometimes it comes along where that one person is the exception to the rules and they slept with dude on the first date and it ended up working out. But that does not work for everybody. It that so... I will not lie. I will not lie. 
I'm in the middle. I'm in the I'm in the middle of the things that you're saying, and then how I generally feel, which is it don't matter when you fuck the nigga because niggas is niggas is trash regardless. So if he's gonna be trash, he's gonna be trash. However, what I will say, my thing about why I feel like as of late, not fucking these niggas has been working is because like dick fuck up your head like it, it fuck up your brain like it, it it does like for the most part like we don't like to admit it we really yeah. don't but it, it fuck up your mind not even to the point where it's just kind of like you whether you want to be serious with niggas or not serious because like it's like i'm not looking for anything serious in you know my life right now however dick make you act stupid right and it makes you not lose your judgment it, thank you thank you on one hand, if the dick is bad, then it's just kind of like, okay, great. Get him out of here. It's lit. We knew this wasn't going to work. But then on the other hand, what if you fuck around? Because it's always, it, it it always seems like it's going fine until you fuck around and fuck a fuck nigga. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, fuck niggas usually be the ones with, with the bomb dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And... That's where, like, you, you you fall into trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because, we like, you got to stay on top of your shit. Like, you have to, you have to commit to your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Commit to your fucking boundaries. If you say that you are not dating seriously, stick to it, girl. Yeah. And it's so much harder for me yeah. after I've slept with somebody to cut them off. I always find a reason to make an excuse for their bullshit behavior so I can continue to fuck with the person instead of just cutting them off. And mm-hmm. like I said, it might just be me, but I feel like that's common. Like it's harder for you it to cut common. somebody off after you've slept with them. Yeah. So just don't do it. I I feel like if you're trying to date somebody seriously, don't sleep with that person. If you must, just have somebody in the background that you don't now, care that about. that is what I came for. Kness is now speaking my language because that is what I believe in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's a category for all of these niggas. This is what I was talking about before. What one nigga can't or won't do, you have, mm-hmm. to, have, you have to arrange it. Yeah, just, arrange just get it. it from that guy in the background that you're not really worried about like that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Mm. Any, give us one last gem. Give us one last gem. Ooh, one last something gems. to hold on to. Gems. You have, you have. No, like this is a very, you know what I'm saying. Just leave us with one last word for the girls. Okay, so I'm st- I'm hearing that. What do you bring to the table? Is a question that oh, women are. I'm asked. so happy. I'm so happy that I because at first I was about to be like, this has been so great, but I was like, no, ask for something else. Thank you because yes. I forgot about this. So I don't know if people know, I think her name is Simply Sayo. I follow her on Instagram. She has this video where she says, he had the audacity to ask me, what do you bring to the table? And she like spit a whole poem. But the last thing she said was my answer was banter. And so I think people need to start saying that as their answer. If a guy asks you, what do you bring to the table? Just say banter, just throw them off. But a guy asked me that today. He didn't ask me, what do I bring to the table? But he was like, is that like an appropriate question? How do you feel about that? And so my response is, 
if you hang out with somebody long enough, you date somebody long enough, you'll clearly be able to see what they bring to the table. You don't need to ask anybody that. So what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Up? Yeah. Why are you asking me that on the first date? It's like, I don't even know if I like you enough to go on a second date with you. So don't ask me that. You don't know me. But once you get to know me, it'll be abundantly clear what I bring to the table. So I think Fair. that's a good response for people to, to say to the man who asks, what do you bring to the table? Um, oh, listen, tell him you are the fucking table. <laughs> tell him you are the, I, listen, I told a nigga that the other day. This nigga asked me because he was, he was uh, asking about my homegirl because we were talking about homegirl. I, I was like, oh, she fire. You know what I'm saying? That's all that is. Like, you know. Your homeboy acting up because she's fire. And he's like, oh, if she's fire, what are you asking? Like, I'm the son. <laughs> I like that. Don't ask me no stupid ass questions. Like, I'm that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> huh? Like, Listen. get to know me. You'll find out. You'll see what I am. <laughs> Listen. Mm, I love this. This has been such a great discussion. Yeah, and good. I can't wait to see how your dating chronicles prosper we got to bring you back for the winter edition maybe yeah. you know what i'm saying like to give us the girl because you know winter the bitches go because at least right now everybody we have we have fun you know what i'm saying it's gonna get cold soon they're gonna, they gonna lock this bitch back down oh, okay they're gonna lock it back down i don't so, want that You know, I, like I said, place. I'm on break, but I'm sure by the winter I will have gone on more dates by then. <laughs> so, I'll do you see. have a time limit for your moratorium, or um, just when I feel like it? Like on Hinge right now, I deleted everybody. I don't have any matches. I don't feel motivated to swipe. Um, <laughs> so I don't have a time limit on. It's just whenever I feel like it. Mm. Uh, right now, everybody that I see is ugly, even when they're cute. And so I got to get oh, out of that mindset. Girl. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna yes. Work. Yes. No. We need to have proper squad, read some literature, and yeah. travel, eat, do some, you pray, love before we get back to the. All right. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait till we get up with you again. And I wish you luck when you finally do jump back in. Start telling these niggas what it is and what it is not. Thank you so much, girl. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Love you, girl. Love you. Your life is a trip. It's a doozy. You talking about choppers and oozies. You say you never going broke. You think if you do, you going to lose me. Having the best time of our lives. We're living like stoners on ice. You hit it because you know what's good for you. And I'm here cause inside I'm hood for real You don't fuck with As you can see, the running theme for the last couple episodes is just empowered bad bitches taking control over their lives in the areas of business, in the areas of fitness and personal just interactions, and then in terms of dating. Thank you so much, Kanessa, for coming Coming, woo, words, y'all, I've been sitting here, y'all seen beforehand, me and Lolington was, was just having the champagnes and 
I'm losing my combobulation, everyone, but we're, we're going to hold it together for the remainder of this episode. Pero, Kanessa girl, thank you for coming through, sharing your perspectives, sharing your insight, your wisdom. Remember, y'all, if you really like that nigga, don't fuck him. It's kind of like how I told y'all two years ago, if you really like that nigga, don't tell him to September. If you really like that nigga, don't fuck him until you absolutely, and first of all, you can never be absolutely positive, but until your intuition, not your pussy lips, but your intuition tells you that it's time and he not going to act up until he has proven that he ain't shit, withhold the pussy lips. Find a nigga that you, you, you feel me? Like, it don't really matter. You know what I'm saying? As long as he dicking down ethically, you know, you know, standards and shit. Before we get out of here, I, I just, I just have a tale, y'all. Like, it is a drunk tale because I did spend all of this time drunk. All of it. The whole time. Drunk. Just drunk. But. It's a long tale, y'all. It's a long tale. So, a couple weeks ago, Master Breeze and myself hopped in the whip and drove upstairs to Brooklyn. Uh, Reek, whom I love with all of my heart, from the Good Brother Experience podcast, which I also love with all my heart, had his party with his good brothers, Jack in the box. I saw that Reek was having this party and I said, well, that is where I will be that weekend. And I had been knowing that I was going to be there and I had been excited. And I told Master Breeze, I said, we are going and we are going to make a weekend of it. And it's going to be a thing. We're going to see our great sister and Ja from college, Jada. And yeah, we're just going to have a good ass time. We're going to have a wang dang doodle. It's going to be a thing. I took notes from my trip things that I noticed that just made me to fall in love with the borough of Brooklyn and have motivated me to want to transfer my life to there. Mm -hmm. Number one, the spirit of Brooklyn is a real thing. Y'all have tried to tell me about the spirit of Brooklyn. Nancy, y'all have met Nancy before, have tried to tell me about the spirit of Brooklyn. And I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I mean, it's a lot of spirits. Like, ooh, no. As soon as I, like, stepped into the spirit, I just, like, I just felt, I just felt vibes and niggotry and go with the flow and live your best life in a way that I don't feel in the DMV and that like because the DMV like we are a whole different vibe we have our own shit we're also popping and amazing in everything I would never shit on my home but it's just different in a way I definitely did not motherfucking feel in Vegas in a way that I don't feel when I go to LA or any other city like it's it's a very specific you get there and it's like Add a pearl, Miss One, Eveline, and Evamine, all the witches from the Wiz, is just like whispering, you're in Brooklyn, bitch, turn up, live your best life, follow your heart, bitch, follow the honey, bitch, follow the Casamigos, like, I, 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 I don't know, it's hard to explain, it's, it's, it's a... It's a movement. It's an energy, not really like, like a concept. I don't, it's just an understanding that you step outside and 
life is being lived. Um, that's just, that's just number one overall. Number two, all y'all niggas is fine. Like, I've always loved New York niggas just because the energy that New York niggas carry with themselves is just different. Like, some of the best niggas I know in this life are New York niggas. Like, word to Alex, my life coach, always and forever, who taught me how to drink the brown water in the first damn place when I was but a mere peon drinking Amsterdam and Jose Cuervo as a youth dem. But yeah, no, 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 that's not the point. Just fine as hell. Just most, like, not everyone, but I would... Are you that 90% of the niggas that I took in with my pupils, with my retinas, were just very attractive, pleasing to the eye. I love you. I will stick beside you. Um, from the first nigga that we like really took in, our waiter, we got down, we 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 got there and we said, yo, before we head out for our first evening of debaucherous activities, we need to eat. Let's hit up this rooftop restaurant, see what they talking about. First of all, shout out to the Tillery Hotel. The Tillery Hotel. Y'all need more staff in that bitch. Y'all are understaffed and it is clear, but y'all shit is a vibe. And that rooftop restaurant is a vibe. Went up in that bitch. The food is good. Drinks popping. And it's this one fine ass nigga. I'm going to say your name because I'm sure that you would not mind. Adam, Adam, you are a fine man. You are a very fine man, okay? And I just want God to bless you because <laughs> you are very, very attractive. And I hope that you are doing the Lord's work with your attractiveness and not serving Beelzebub and company. On top of the fact that this man was fine as hell and the first fine nigga that I observed, we also were able to just smoke the good herbs because New York is legal now so we were just able to smoke the good herbs at the back of the restaurant and everyone minded their black business and this is a trend everyone you just smoke your good herbs and everyone minds their business the most that anyone just came back and said was like "Mm, it smelled good as shit back here (laughs) well yes it does thank you for observing, I would offer you, but you're on the clock in COVID. So, you know, just excellent, excellent time at the Tillery. Again, y'all are understaffed, but I have faith in y'all that y'all are on the up and up. And it's mad niggas working at the Tillery too. So that's why, you know, I fuck with y'all. I fuck with y'all. But I mean, continuing on from that moment, everywhere you turn, like it was just fine niggas on every corner. And I think it's because New York is such a pedestrian city that you happen upon more fine-ass niggas, you know? In Maryland, you don't really happen upon fine-ass niggas like that because we're all in the car, you know what I'm saying? Um, In fact, you might not even run into fine-ass niggas like that. You might run into a lot of bum-ass niggas because they don't have a car. Not saying that, you know, all bum-ass niggas don't have a car, but you know what I'm saying. I just... I don't, I don't know what the logic is, everyone, but just the fine-ass niggas be outside, y'all, in Brooklyn. They do. Aside from the fact that fine-ass niggas was just on every corner, y'all's DJs up there, unmatched. I've been to many a function, many a function. 
I've been to DC function. I've been to, I just named all the cities that I frequented and like went to multiple functions like over and over again in those cities. And never have I experienced the ongoing lituation and back to 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 back hits with no misses like y'all New York DJs be doing because every function we went to while we were there, there were no nothing. Like even how we we were talking about a couple weeks ago when Master Breeze Leah and I went to brunch and we were like, all right, if the DJ played five hits in a row, we gonna buy him a shot of Casamigos. And it took him a couple times to build up a streak of five. Like he would get to three and then fumble. Like New York DJs just be, y'all got the good music. Like y'all got the good ear for the good music. You know how to, you know, go from the eras and the ages. You know how to throw it back and bring it back current. I just Endless vibes, you all. Endless vibes. Just excellent time. Your bartenders, with the exception of one bartender from the party we went to at Rebel on Friday, because, girl, you sucked. You sucked. You you sucked. I was going to call you a bitch, but that is uncalled for because I don't know you and you're probably a nice person. But as a bartender, you just suck and I need you to have better facial recognition about who has sta- who who has been standing here. Because there's no reason that niggas, and not just me, but multiple niggas that have been standing here for literally like 15 and 20 minutes need to be getting drinks after motherfuckers that just walked up over and over a game. No reason for such a thing to be happening. None whatsoever. But the rest of the bartenders that we encountered, 10 out of 10, would recommend. There are two bartenders that I would like to recognize in particular, and now I'm going to launch into a story that will set up the context for the praise that I'm about to put forth. For multiple people, as a matter of fact. Saturday morning, we woke up all vibes. We just woke up all vibes, wanted to go to brunch, no reservation, big no-no, apparently. It, that, I mean, that's a big fucking no-no in D.C., but at least I feel like in D.C., you can wake up that morning and, you know, get a little res and go somewhere. New York, we was trying to make a reservation, we were like, uh, we can't find shit. We just pulled up to the spot, pull up, pull up to the spot, no RSVP, all spirit and energy. Y'all gonna let us in this B. And they did. They did fuck with the kids. They did. They let us in. We went to Komodo rooftop. Manager came downstairs and was like, yeah, I'm not supposed to do this. You feel me? But y'all been waiting here. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all could have went somewhere else, but y'all, y'all fucked with us. So pull up, let's go, let's go upstairs, we gonna see you, we gonna get y'all some hookah, some drinks y'all gonna eat, and whoop, and we went upstairs, and we did just that. The first bartender I would like to address, her name is Amber. I don't even like white people like that, but Amber is a Caucasian. I'm not frivolous with my invitations to heaven, nor the cookout, but Amber may have both of them. We have actually decided to name her affectionately Amber Bitch. 
right? Amber comma bitch. Amber bitch, okay, girl, was just from the time we stepped in, fucking with us, heavy. The mimosas were flowing. She gave each of us a carafe and then never let our carafe get empty. We don't know how much mimosa we consumed because we didn't really have like, okay, I have drank in a carafe, now refill my carafe. It just kept happening. So there isn't really a logical, like there isn't a concrete number of mimosa that was consumed, right? And she just fucking with us, fucking with us. It got to the point where niggas is fucked up and knocking over the carafes. And she's like, I'm just going to refill your carafe. No, no, we're fucked up. Amber, stop. Amber, bitch, what are you doing? But of course, do we have the coherence? Coherence? Coherency? Whatever. Do we have the wherewithal and the scruples and, and, and good judgment to say, no, Amber, we've had enough. No, we said, Amber, God bless you. Pour that shit. And we kept drinking. In addition to Amber, shout out to the manager of Komodo, Ryan, nigga, who let us in in the first place. We came in that joint and he was fucking with us heavy. This man gonna bring out a, 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 a alcohol bottle that was covered in duct tape that had the words shot a clock with a little analog clock drawn on the bottom. And started pouring substances in, in, in shot glasses for us to drink. He said, yeah, give him a round of shot o'clock. Gonna pour up three shots of shot o'clock. I thought it was, it looked like little mimosas in shot glasses. I was like, oh, this ain't nothing. It was alcohol with food coloring. What the black fuck? I don't know what was the, I don't even know. He told Breezy what was in it. I can't remember. And truthfully, I don't want to know because if I think about it, I might get drunk again right now telling you all. On top of the bottomless bottom, like the truly godly bottomless mimosas, shot o'clock of which he gave us three rounds I, in between the three rounds, because I did not perceive that we were going to have three rounds of mimosa, uh, three rounds of shot o'clock or that our mimosas were going to be so bottomless, I was being messy. And I talked to Amber bitch on the side. I'm like, Amber bitch, pour up very discreetly three shots of Casamigos for me and the girls. So now we have a shot of Casamigos. And then throughout the whole other time, two other rounds of shots. No, no, no. It was one other shot, round of shots of Casamigos manifested itself. No idea where that came from. Pretty sure it was either Ryan or some kind people because the spirit of Brooklyn is all over the place. And mind you, this whole time, right? Eating, having fun, dancing, but there are also bad bitches, right? Actually go back to yesterday, just briefly, Friday at the jump. Everywhere we go, there are bad bitches and we're just all loving each other. You're a bad bitch. I love you. No, you're a bad bitch. I love you. No, it is you that is the baddest bitch. And I love you the most. Like just, the, just all love, love everyone. So we had that the night previous. We continue in that energy because that energy has been instilled in us. I mean, we already carry that energy, but now it's even heightened, you know? It's been enhanced by the mimos, by the shot o'clock, and by the 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 offsets house. 
So it's just all love. It's all love. We are drunk, everyone. It's getting problematic at this point because we were supposed to be at brunch by one so that we could leave by five, go back to the telly and change, and then go to Jack in the Box, which was from five to ten. We have gotten so drunk, everyone, so drunk that it is now 7 o'clock. And it's like, oh my God, we have to leave. This party is ending in three hours. We still have to go home or go back to the shit change and do all these things. Everyone, gather yourselves. We're fucked up. Jada cannot open her eyes. We gather ourselves and say, okay, we need to leave. Let us pay our tab. Let us tip Amber bitch very well and be on our way. We pay our very expensive tab. We tip Amber a very healthy tip because she did everything that needed to be done. I wasn't even realizing that there was already gratuity included. Amber tries to give me money back. She says, no, I cannot take this. I said, Amber, bitch, you will have this money. You will take it. I'm paying your light bill this month. Cable, phone, something. This is your phone bill. You have this this month because thank you for what you have done for me today right? She thanks us profusely. I turn around. I turn back around. She has gifted us Casamigos shots for our gift to her, for her gift of turn up to us. You all, why? Jada can't open her eyes. Breezy has spilled mimosa on my pants. We're fucked up. Why did you give us more? Of course we drank them. Why wouldn't we drink them? Of course we drank them. And then we decided to walk back to the hotel because it was about a 10, 12 minute walk. And if we took the car, we might fall asleep in the oob or get the spins and not be able to make it to the next function. We pull back up to the hotel. Y'all. As I'm telling you now, my recollection is like dumb spotty. My body like it's muscle memory that is allowing me to be able to tell you the story and not my actual vision. We get back to the hotel. I'm bugging out because I'm like, oh my God, this party ends at 10. We're not going to get there till nine because we have not got back to this bitch till like 8.15 and we still need to change. Ja needs to organize herself and we just have to get better. We do all of these things. Ja does not make it out. Ja, we had to put Ja to bed. She couldn't make it. But we get our things. We gather ourselves. I put on a fresh pair of Air Force Ones. Why? I don't know. But we did. Hop in the oob, head to Jack in the Box with an hour of party left to spare. Right? Let me say now that Reek and the Good Brothers understood the damn motherfucking assignment. They understood the assignment. It ended up going a little later, but in that hour and 45 minutes-ish, according to the Uber app, that we were there, I just felt embraced 
the function felt like a warm bosom of black community camaraderie and niggatry. For those of y'all that don't know, Jack in the Box is a party in which Reek and the Good Brothers, for a nominal fee, provide you the good vibes and unlimited Jack Daniels. We should not have continued drinking because we were already ruined. However, I'm not going to be in the presence of alcohol and not drink. Which leads me to my next bartender appreciation. Cat. Cat girl. Cat. Everyone stop what you're doing right the fuck now and go and follow Cat on Instagram at RetroBarbie92. Spelled just like how I just, what you think it is that I just said, okay? Just the sweetest, spiciest, swaggiest, S cubed, a bad bitch. And she just had niggas fucked up. Like she was just getting niggas fucked up. Like, I was already fucked up and she was getting me further fucked up. Like just carrying the vibe. Like the vibe was set and Kat continued to carry the vibe. She's behind the bar doing the drinks. She's leaving from behind the bar and bringing niggas shot. Like I'm already fucked up and leaning to the left. Kat, I came in here, young dro leaning. I came to you with my eyes barely open. Why are you coming to me and bringing me more drink? Because you love me and you want me to have a good time and you don't even know me. That's what we call the love of Christ. That is agape love. Agape. So of course we continue turning up and we're having a good time and we are dancing and we are enjoying and chopping life. And unfortunately, I think that's all I really have for you. If not for Tosh, our good sister and Tosh that has visited us before, I wouldn't even have any memories because she was with the videography this night. All the memories are stored in her iPhone. She was the one that videotaped all of this because I wouldn't remember any. I barely remembered. All I remember was getting there hugging Reek very powerfully, strongly, because I was very excited to see him, getting inside, hugging Tosh, because I was really excited to see her. I saw Courtney, beautiful, very beautiful in person. I was so drunk that it didn't even occur to me who she was until the next day. Courtney, sorry, girl, beautiful, I love you. I remember seeing Fule, I'd be like, oh my God, Fule, what the fuck? And it was like, wow, because Fule, you live in fucking Maryland uh, down the street. And it's wild that niggas had to come all the way to Brooklyn to meet a Maryland nigga, but that's cool. I remember those things specifically. Everything else is just, it's just, it's dust. It's like, it's ether. It's, I don't, it's, it's out in the abyss. It's just out in the air. And if not for Tosh and those videos, I would not have remembered anything. I just have to call her the next morning like, Tosh, girl, I have no recollection. Please, did I embarrass myself? What what, what even happened? She was just like, yeah, you know, girl, you were slipping, but you ain't fall. We caught you. Like, <laughs> dog. 
And that even goes to speak to the sense of community that was in the room because it's liquor on this floor, it's sweat on this floor, they get sweat on the wall, nigga. Like we, you know what I'm saying? This joint, it was so lit. You could see the lituation on the wall. We slipping and sliding in this bitch, but guess what? Not near one individual let a nigga fall. You feel me? And if you fell, we picked you right back up. Right back up. It was a great time. I don't remember. I vaguely remember making it back to those. Shout out to the fine light skinned man again. So many fine men. Enrique, please. You have many fine friends. Many of you in that room. You're very fine individuals. Thank you for being there and for your lives. God will bless you. Shout out to the fine man that helped me and Master Breeze into our Uber because at this point, we were dying like at this like we had been drinking for 12 hours straight like straight like without interruption there was no break in the drinking so we were no longer on terra firma with the rest of you all yet he allowed us to peacefully enter our uber and make it back to our hotel you know what i'm saying it was just, it, it was a great time. It was a great time overall. The next day, niggas was wrecked. Niggas was hurt. Still somehow found the audacity. It was the spirit of Brooklyn, I tell you, to go to brunch and continue drinking. When I tell you that the spirit of Brooklyn moved me to just take an hour stroll, just an hour, just like, you know what? Fuck it, we gonna walk back to the hotel. And when I say we, I, because Master Breeze was like, I'm hit, I'm going back to the hotel to sleep because I'm tired, I'm a oob. I was like, I don't feel like being inside. Like uh, all the witches is telling me, like the brujas isn't there to telling me like, go girl, like go explore, see things, chop life, live bitch. And I was like, fuck it. Me and my herbs, we gonna traverse the city. We gonna just take an hour stroll through the city. It was beautiful. I love y'all city. I'm moving there. I'm coming there. And I know niggas is looking at me like, bitch, you came and went to a couple parties and now you want to be here. But truthfully, the matter is, aside from just like all the parties we went to, just everything I observed, I've always wanted to stay away from New York because I'm like, oh my God, it's so chaotic. It's so dirty. It's so crowded. It's so da 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 But I think I've ascended to a point in my life where I personally am such organized chaos that I think it would fit. I think it would fit. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. But more of the story is thank you to everyone that was just amazing and beautiful and awesome during that trip to Brooklyn can't wait to come back and eventually move there y'all niggas think I'm kidding I'm literally coming find me an apartment I'm about to start my GoFundMe for my security deposit because bitch I was looking at them apartments I was like wow this is my month salary and rent so whew, yeah, yeah 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 all right I had many drinks in the face but I'm looking at this timestamp and I'm not gonna do that to y'all today I'm going to just let y'all know who I'm not fucking with. I'm going to just let y'all know who I'm not fucking with. Drink in the face. Let's go. One. Is this lady at the Dunkin' Donuts right next to the um, the South Bowie Library on Central Avenue in Bowie? 
And obviously it's in Bowie's, the soft boy library. You suck. You, you, you give me shit every time I come in here and I'm not fucking with you no more. Like I not fucking with you no more. The other day before I went to the library, cause I'd be going to the library to do my little works. I went to Walmart and I got a little thing of Oreos and I was like, you know what I'm saying? I just want a little bit of milk with my Oreos for my snack while I'm doing my work. I'm not going to sit here and buy a whole thing of milk from Walmart because where am I going to put it? Like this milk is just going to be warm. That's nasty. And I'm not going to go put warm milk back in the fridge. That just that I that's wasteful. We don't even be drinking milk in a house like that. I'm just going to go and get them niggas like three, four dollars at Dunkin Donuts. Like y'all will give me a cup of milk. I asked the bitch three times. Yes, I want milk. She's like, okay, so coffee and milk. I said, no, ma'am, just milk. Okay, so what roast do you want your coffee? Uh, Dark, light, medium, decaf? Ma'am, I just want milk. We went back and forth like this for five minutes until the bitch asks me why I just want milk. Are you daft, bitch? Just give me my milk. You asking me questions. Like, why are you such an enemy of progress? So I don't fuck with you. And I just really need you to serve the girls. I just, and I'm not trying to limit you and your humanity to this one role or position. Because you're more than just a barista, obviously. And I mean, not just a barista. Like, barista's not important. I need you. But like damn bitch if I ask you for milk just give me milk like don't ask me why just either say no I can't or yes I can and then she ended up giving it to me and charging me like four dollars and at this point I'm just like bitch take the money and give me my things because if I can't have milk with my Oreos right now I'm be mad so fuck the Dunkin Donuts lady fuck the lady in the Target parking lot that stole my parking space I was sitting there for the bumfuck longest bro Blinker on and everything. Waiting for somebody. The spot itself was open, but somebody was backing into a space in front of me. So I'm like, I can't go around this person. I'ma just wait, but I'ma just have my blinker on. The person is finishing parking. I'm pulling up and this raggedy agent of Satan gonna speed up and take my spot. When I tell you I almost jumped out the car and approached this bitch. I really was about to approach her because why? I know you saw me. I know you saw me. I know you saw me. There's no way you didn't see me. I almost put a shopping cart behind her car just to piss her off because I ended up coming out behind her. Stop being fuck niggas in the parking lot. Let's have some couth and etiquette, everyone. You know what, you you know what I'm saying? And I was in a rush too. I was on my way to a baby shower, you feel me? I'm trying to come in here, get these diapers, get the little car seat uh, thingy, my bob jiggy, you know what I'm saying? Get the little gifts and the little bibs and shit, you know what I'm saying? Get my, uh, my, my little niece flying shit, you know what I'm saying? And just gonna take my spot, I just... Praise God for the woman that seen her take my spot. And she beeped at me. She was like, no, 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 sister, you can have this spot because I'm about to come out. And she was just like, I seen her take your spot. That's fucked up. I knew you was mad. I was just like, girl, can you imagine? Can you see? I really wanted to still, y'all, I'm just so 
pray. I'm so I'm so thankful for medication that regulates a nigga's mood, because if not, like I really wanted to key her shit up because that's just so rude. Like you intentionally like that's thievery to me. That's theft. You looked in my eyes and took what was mine. That's not even a slow feet. Don't eat moment. I had been waiting there. My feet was present. I was pulling up to the pump and you. uh -uh, Nope. No, 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 no. So fuck you. And then um, all the niggas that sympathize with the baby and all of them that's throwing out this sentiment that, oh, it's crazy that all these festivals and shit. Oh, DJ Academics. Is this nigga even really a DJ? Academics? I don't know what good deeds you're going to speak of when you get to having to overwrite all of your fuck niggotry, mousery, and pussy-ass activity. Like, academics, you, you're, you're, you're pussy. You're puss, like, you're literally pussy. I don't even know, like, you're a pussy. And, like, we love and stand pussy, but, like, you're not the good kind. Like, you're the bad kind. All of this. While these festivals and shit canceling the baby, eh, but they have all this talk about black-on-black violence in the community, misogyny, and da-da-da-da-da. It's crazy what they woo-woo-woo-woo and da-da-da-da again. Shut the fuck up. You're just mad because you cannot openly abuse the LGBT community like you used to. It's not as easy. And matter of fact, I just want you to know that you still can and you still do. And even you saying this is an act of, you know what I'm saying, homophobia and whatnot. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. You're completely ignoring the fact that he spoke on misogyny, that he spoke on other things. So they're not just getting him out the way for that one topic or for that one, you know what I'm saying, talking point even though that is the focus, because the shit that he said was wild. If you knew anything about HIV and AIDS history, then you would know and understand why the things he was saying is so wild. But also, more than that, you don't give a fuck about misogyny. You don't give a fuck about um, black-on-black, quote-unquote, violence in the community. You love these lyrics. You sing these lyrics. Future is y'all's president. You don't care. If you rose up and cared, then something would probably happen, right? If you advocated, something would probably happen. But you don't. You don't. Because, again, you don't care. Stop pretending to care in order to display your passive-aggressive hatred and homophobia towards the LGBTQ community and the black and black women. Because not only are y'all being like, mm, that's crazy. Y'all let them gay niggas do anything and say anything, get away with anything. We advocate for y'all and y'all do 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 And then y'all turn around and attack da, 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 and all of it is weird shit. Y'all are also looking at black women talking about some, y'all care about them more than you care about yourselves, more than you care about us. Go to hell quickly. First of all, us is them. There are black queer women. Second of all, we actually have brains, therefore we understand something which is called nuance. We can acknowledge that there's misogyny and glorification of violence within the black community in hip hop while understanding that those comments that he made were overtly, unnecessarily, and extraneously homophobic and seriously hurtful to members of our community, the black community, that are further marginalized.
Y'all gonna have to quit this homophobia shit. Y'all are just gonna have to go. Or you can die. I wish I had more organized words to say this, but that's just how I feel. I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. Thank you so much to everyone that wished me a happy second anniversary on this podcast. Um, Again, so happy to have been doing this for two years. So happy to be celebrating this feat with um, all of my niggas this weekend. We're going to have a great time. And yeah, we just going to keep the party going. We're going to keep having many toasts and we're going to keep living life. All right, y'all. Please drink responsibly. Enjoy this last leg of the hot girl summer. Um, They probably finna shut this shit down because you unvaccinated motherfuckers don't know how to act. Yes, I blame you. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's live life, everyone. Just continue living life and continue to be happy and shit. All right. Um, Get your shit done. Focus on what you need to do. Okay. Keep up with that shit. Mind the business that God gave you, the business that pays you, the business that keeps the lights on. All right. Stay in your motherfucking lane. I love you. I do. All right. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. And cheers to these hoes. We can't love them and we can't cuff them, but we will. We shall. Uh, You understand? We shall pour up with them. Bye, niggas. I also forgot to mention that the reason why I mentioned earlier that I put on my fresh Air Force Ones is because, God damn it, the city of New York was all on my Air Force Ones, bitch. Just marked black, blue, like, y'all, like, nigga, my Air Force Ones had a black eye. Had multiple black eyes. Them shits, they they died. Rest in peace. They were fresh, y'all. They weren't even but three days old. It was their third day out here. And it was city juice all over them damn shoes. Shout out to B-Rye, our good brethren, for reviving them with his sneaker cleaning kit. Because y'all know I don't know shit about shoes, but he did that. Um, But yeah. Cheers to the city juice.